Atkins property, 16 acres, right there at Goodfellow and 170. Bob Clark of Clayco Construction wanted to bring a concrete company from the county into the city. It would add about 50 jobs, and he also wanted to uh, build a facility to train the next generation of tradespeople. The city of St. Louis said, no thanks, we're not interested, we're waiting for retail. Bob Clark from Clayco Construction joins us to talk about it. Good morning, Bob. Bob? Hey, hi. So, do Good I morning. have... You know, uh, for, you know, it's jobs in the city, actually. We're on Broadway downtown. We would be moving out of the city if we can't get this property. So that's even worse. Yeah, so so take us through this. You saw this piece of land in the city at Goodfellow and 170 and thought it would be good for one of your projects. Take us take us through your thoughts on this. Okay, quickly. So, you know, we have a large, you know, one of the largest concrete companies in the United States. We're down on Broadway now. We're headquartered in St. Louis. We have uh, all of our operations down in the city. Uh, our, our office people, our estimators of that are in the Clayco offices in Overland now seem to move to North Park and potentially to move to wherever this facility goes. And so we have a 200,000-square-foot warehouse building need where we do fab, store all of our our interior equipment, all of our tools, all that sort of thing, our shop. We have a giant shed building we need to build because we have about 50 pieces of equipment. So we, we have our maintenance shop there. You know, it's a it's a big operation for a big concrete company. And as part of that, you know, we also have an organization called CCDI.org, which is a job training program that has been super successful. People can look it up on the Clayco Rising site and, and on Clayco's website. And so we've been doing searching for land for a long, long time. This is a perfect location for us. It's centrally located. It's in the city. We would be keeping these jobs and adding new jobs to the city. And we just thought, well, this just makes too much sense. Part of the problem is the site by itself was too small. So we got the old Contico building. There's another building adjacent to the site. So we have that under contract. I can't remember how many square feet that is, but it's on about 10 acres. Um, so we'd have 10 acres that we would buy from Contico, the Miller family, and then we would buy this site and we would have 25 acres and it would be a remarkable location. It's in an industrial area. The site is contaminated. I mean, I can't imagine a retailer who sells potato chips going on a lightly contaminated site. And so it just it just made all the sense in the world for us to go there. We've been trying to get the city's attention. They kind of blow us off, blow us off. And they finally, because I think so many people were calling, decided to do an RFP. It did say, you know, they're hoping to get retail because they don't have anybody down there that has a clue what about master planning, where retail should really go in the city. You know, there's no strategic plan in the city, so there's no master plan. So there's no, you know, there's no comprehensive strategy. And there hasn't been as long as I probably can remember. So, you know, they did the RFP. We did a 67-page response. We, we decided to take on the whole area. We did a master plan that included the whole area, we're going to make a 30, 40, 50 million dollar investment. We're going to uh, create tons of jobs and we're going to build this job training center to have people in the neighborhood, underemployed people, you know, minority people who don't have access to the trades right now to train in our CCDI program, which has been very successful. And all we got, well, first of all, we didn't get anything. 
you know, we just assumed, well, they'll, they'll call us and we'll go down and we'll, we'll interview, you know, like, like they do. And uh, all we got was like a very short letter, like, uh, no, your proposal doesn't check any of the boxes and you should call another developer. Like, huh? I'm probably one of the largest developers in the country doing a billion dollars worth of work a year. And they said, call another developer and maybe they'll have some ideas for you. I think, you know, as this has hit the paper and stuff, which we helped it hit the paper, it's really become a tipping point. If you look at the enormous viral comments on LinkedIn and in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, people are mad. And people, remember that TV show, Network? Yeah. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. The people in the city should be outraged, not just about this, but just the whole decline of the city, the safety, the trash, the, the, the jail, the convention center. People should be furious, well, rightfully. It, 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 and it, hopefully this will be a tipping point, and it, people will not just do a comment, they'll get engaged. Well, you normally don't hear stories like this, right? Quite frankly, uh, big developers don't like their name in the paper. They don't like to go on the radio and talk about it. You're afraid about the next deal. You don't want to upset somebody else down the road. But if Bob Clark of Clayco Construction can't get a $50 million development done, adding 50 jobs and a training facility in a spot that's been vacant for 20 years... 50 years. It's vacant for 50 years. What chance does anybody else have to do anything in the city of St. Louis? It's very discouraging. It's it's disgusting. And I think, honestly, the leadership, this didn't, you know, by the way, the guy that sent the letter, you know, he's taking a little bit of heat. He's actually a smart, good guy. He didn't decide, you know. The deciders were maybe the LCRA because I I don't honestly get it. I don't know. Uh, I, I have a lot of respect for Neil Richardson. I think he's a smart person. I hate to see him engaged in this kind of behavior because I don't think this is really him. Um, I think this is a higher kind of political thing. And I think, you know, I'm at a stage in my career where I don't, I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't need to care what anybody thinks. I have an incredible reputation. I have an incredible company We've done incredible work in the communities. And, you know, I'm just at a point where I care about St. Louis. I'm, I'm sickened by how, how the place has been up for the last 25 or 30 years. And since I started Clayco, over 50 major businesses have left St. Louis, either sold their companies. I mean, big companies, major, Anheuser, but look at Boston Prima. Look, I mean, General Dynamics, go, go through the list, PWA. We've lost 50 major companies. And you can barely point to a single company other than maybe Centene. Express Scripts sold to Cigna, so they're gone. So, I mean, you know, the, we get the remnants. And the problem is the community doesn't have a strategic plan, overarching goals. We don't have the leadership we need in the desks where we need them. And we don't have the civic leadership. And at some point, the business community has to see that Everything they've been doing all these years is not working. Our, our CGA, totally dysfunctional. Civic progress, totally dysfunctional. And somebody who, who you know, can't be harmed by it, me, I guess, has to just step up and say, come on, let's, 
let's get our act together. Once and for all, the people in the community deserve safety. They should feel safe. People don't feel safe in St. Louis. People don't feel safe driving down Highway 170 right now. Bob Clark, what, what, you know, well, yeah, what, 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 have you talked to the alderman? Is the alderman on board with, with nixing this project, uh, project, or did you have the support of the all alderman? All I did was respond to the RFP. We assumed that we would get a, a response from the city. We would have community meetings. We've offered to do community meetings. Um, there was a false narrative that they've offered to other sites to us. The city hasn't offered anything to us. They gave us a thing that said no call these other developers so so um i think there's a there's a movement right now it sounded like neil richardson was going to arrange a uh with some other citizens who i who, who came up into this without my promoting that would set up a meeting in the neighborhood because they're like you know neil richardson said in one of his posts on linkedin well this isn't what the neighborhood wants well what do they want? Let's go meet with them and ask them what they need. They don't want a job training center in their neighborhood. I want to hear them tell me that to my face. Uh, you know, when I started Clayco, I started in Robertson, Missouri, thought to be a high crime, you know, dangerous area. You know what I did? I went in there and hired a bunch of people. I adopted a kid out of the neighborhood, Todd, my, my oldest son, when he was 11 years old. And you know what? The neighbors protected my business. There was some rough, rough things going on in the neighborhood. Didn't impact me. You know why? I was creating jobs for those families. That's why this is so confounding and so confusing and so head scratching. They're not stupid out in City Hall. Uh, they don't. Mm-hmm. They didn't get there by accident. I mean, what? What's the oh, underlying problem? It just can't be that they're waiting for Target to come to this spot after 25 years. Yeah. That's what they said, Home Depot. I have to tell you, one retailer told me we would just put our stuff out in the parking lot and let them let everybody come and take it. One, you know, it's like seriously, they're like, why would we make an investment? You know, these places are closing in in you know in other areas. I couldn't get Target. I had Target under a letter of intent to go to Olive and One Seventy. They backed out of the deal because they believed that that area would be. Uh, have too much shrinkage. That was that was why they didn't come to the to the site at Olive. If you think they're not going to go to Olive in 170, work next to Costco, do you think they're going to go down to Goodfellow on a contaminated site? I mean, anybody who steps back and does a master plan, I mean, maybe they should bring in the uh, you know one of these national urban organizations like the there there is a national urban league that that does all this stuff around the country. Have them come in and do like a study for the neighborhood. The problem is there's nobody to lead a process like that uh, in the city in St. Louis. You know, back when COVID hit, I worked with Mayor Lightfoot in Chicago. We, we raised a couple million dollars from the community to hire McKinsey to do a, um, a, um, a COVID recovery plan for the city. I met with Lida and Linda and all of them, and I offered to pay for that for the city of St. Louis. I told them I would write a check for a COVID recovery plan by McKenzie, and that all they really needed to do is pick the stakeholders would would come to the table. Never heard back from them. Bob Clark, our guest for a couple more minutes, the president of Clayco Construction. Uh, on, on Twitter, Vervis Jones, the mayor's 
father has been somewhat critical of you throwing some uh, nasty names your way. Do you have a, 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 a sordid past? Do you have some, some, some problems with, with the mayor we don't know about? Is there some no. bad blood between you and the mayor? No, I mean, Vervis, you know, he's protecting his children. I would do that if somebody attacked my children. I'm not really attacking her. I'm just pointing out the flaws in her, her administration which also led us to the convention center absolute disaster, which I'll be you'll be hearing a ton of uh, from me about the, the convention center. We're gathering all the facts right now. We're going to compare them to what we what we said was going to happen before they signed on the dotted line, before everybody signed up to make the investment. We said it's a terrible plan. It's a bad idea. It's it's uh, going to be way over budget. You're not, it's not going to actually be a, a thing that's going to bring new conventions to the area. And just the whole comical, messy process that brought us this expansion to the convention center has turned out to be the debacle that I, that I actually did a thing in the paper. I'm not, like, I don't have a vested interest in it. I was offering to donate land so they could build a real convention center. And instead, they have a debacle on their hands, and we're just going to – we're going to relentlessly show the community what's going on because the community needs to see it from somebody who, you know, who doesn't really have a, a fear of retribution. Because I really, it, like I said, at this stage in my career, I just want to see some real shakeup of the community and get the community headed in the right direction. I have thousands of employees that live in St. Louis. They're being underserved by their leadership. We need to make the place safer. We need to build on some of the amazing assets we have, like amazing universities, SLU, UMSL, Washington University, the best schools in the United States. We need to build on all of the positive things we have, low cost of living. We have, we have so many amazing assets. Why, why can't we get ahead? Why can't we turn the corner? Why can't we bring a, a, a new corporation or two to the to the to the city every year or two. We should be getting new businesses done. Bob uh, Clark with Clayco Constructions. What's the to end this conversation? What happens now to concrete strategies? Are you going to go to the county? Are you going to make another chance to to, yeah. to try and get this Goodfellow yeah. site? No, it'll look. I mean, there's no. Can you imagine them coming around now? Would Vervis vote for it? <laughs> hey, I think. Yeah, I think there's going to be an announcement just like. Recently, Performance Food Group had to leave the city and move out to to North Park. You know, we'll go someplace else. We'll do a forty or fifty million dollar project. I still hope to build a uh, a job training program in the city someplace, and um, God knows if I can get it approved. But we want to spend about five million dollars and build a real training. It would be better if it was next to our concrete thing, so they could be mentored by our. Our laborers, they could start working on our concrete pumps. They could learn how to be mechanics. You know, they could learn how to, we want to teach people how to do labor, tie rebar, pour concrete. It would be perfect if it was next to our operation, but I won't put that in Hazelwood. I'll put that in the city. Bob Clark with Clayco Construction. Uh, Keep your phone on. We'll be calling in the near future. Thank you for your honesty. Thank you for your candor. Have a good weekend. Okay, great. Thanks for having me. You got it. Bob Clark, Clayco Construction. did not mince words. Heard it straight from one of the biggest developers in the world. Clayco Construction.
was told by the city of St. Louis that the 16-acre site at Goodfellow and 70 is uh, not good enough. They don't want a $30 million development that would bring 50 jobs and a training facility because they're waiting for retail at the uh, contaminated site at Goodfellow and 70. So it will remain a contaminated eyesore while they wait for Bed Bath & Beyond to come and build a retail outlet shop right there.